Welcome or welcome back to the Introverted Black Mom Podcast. I'm Shalia, your host. Um, Thank you for tuning in and connecting with another dope introvert. So I want to say hello to all my homebodies out there, the homegirls and the homies. (laughs) So this week we are going to talk about the topic of finding your voice as an introvert. Let's hop right into it. All right, y'all, before we hop into it, I want to say that I'm so excited for today's episode because I had a listener suggest this topic and I absolutely love it. So thank you to Miss Melissa out there in listener land. Um, She DM'd me on Instagram and she uh, let me know that she had this suggestion for the podcast. And I truly appreciate it. So thank you. Finding your voice is important. First off, it allows you to embrace your uniqueness, It allows you to have original and creative thinking, and you can inspire or empower yourself and other people. Uh, Even if you never think about it this way, I do believe that our voices can help us uncover like the why of our passion. But I want to say before we get into um, ways and how to find our voice, I don't think it would be right to speak about this before talking about some of the things that stop us from finding our voice. So let's start there. One of the things, and I'm guilty of it, of stopping us from finding our voice is overthinking. I I know introverts in general are thinkers. That's what we do. Introspective, we're in our heads a lot. We might rehearse what we um, rehearse before we speak. We like to think before we speak. We're big on it. But I'm an overthinker. And for me, I'll get into... These scenarios, I'll play these scenarios out about how things are supposed to happen or the what ifs or how they might happen, yada, yada, yada. Another thing I do is I have these questions that kind of go through my head and don't leave me out here like it's just me, but I think like, all right, well, what if I'm wrong? Or who do I think I am to speak on that? Or uh, imposter syndrome, that's it. That's what I'm trying to think of. Like... I don't know enough where you feel like you kind of have to be the expert on everything. Another one I deal with imposter syndrome is like perfectionism. I can't get this out there until it's perfect. Who will take me serious if this isn't perfect? Um, Another thing I fear or that goes to my mind that might stop me from using my voice or stop any of us from finding our voices. You don't want to sound like a fraud. You want to know what you're talking about. You don't want to think You don't want people to think that of you. Or what if I sound stupid? What if I offend someone? Another one is like, if it was such a good idea, this thing that I thought of, someone would have said it already. So it can't be that great. So I'll just keep it to myself. I think it's a cycle of things like that, that we can repeat in our heads that stop us from finding our voice. Let's get into um, finding our voice. So like I was saying, I think that finding your voice can really help discover the why of your passion and really who you are. So I suggest digging deep. And you know, like I mentioned before, as introverts, we're very introspective. We spend a lot of time in our heads. And with that being said, I think the starting point of finding your voice is to ask yourself some questions. Now, when you ask yourself these questions, you got to be really honest with yourself. That's the only way to work. So here's a few examples of what I mean by questions to ask yourself. Like you might want to ask yourself, 
what makes me cry? Yeah, like really think about things that make you cry. For me, an example of what makes me cry is like, let's say I'm watching a movie or reading a story or documenting your hair about somebody. For me, it's the underdog. Those underdog stories get me every time. Like stories of triumph or overcoming struggles. Those things get me crying. Or you might be like, you might ask yourself, what makes me angry? And not like, oh, uh, the customer service sucks here. I get so mad or ra road rage. Not like that kind of anger. But like, I mean, really like to the core or like systemic things that happen around you. Like those kind of things. Um, let's see, some things that make me angry. I got a list of them. But <laughs> injustice, for me, injustice to any group of people, it makes me so, so mad. Or, um, you know, unfair treatment. Whether it's on like a large scale, whether it's um, laws or the history of the mistreatment, even things to like bullying or like favoritism to a certain person or a child or something like those things make me angry. I just don't like for people to feel less than or left out. Things like that make me really angry. A few more questions would be like, what am I passionate about? Um, am I worried about what others may think? Uh, what did you want to? What do? You, what did you want to be when you grew up? And I think that that question is a good one because it really will hint at what you probably have always been passionate about or what you could lean toward. It might. Another one I really like is um. Let's see. Oh, what are the things I'm scared to say? You know, what things am I scared to say? I think that's another one because that's also what lies deep. If something you might say so freely, you might realize that that's kind of safe or the popular opinion. But things that you might be afraid to say, I think that's really where you find your passion to be. You just don't um, feel comfortable with yourself yet or maybe you don't feel like you found the right uh, group of people to speak that to. But that's a good one. Also, what I've done is... Um, if you want to do this exercise yourself, I have a list of questions I compiled. So if you want to do this exercise, I'll link it in the show notes so you have that to use. So like I said, you ask these questions and I think answering these questions honestly will really allow you to realize your purpose, like your passion and like how you want to show up in the world. You know, actually, I take that back. Or not take it back, I'll go deeper than that. I think it's not just how you show up in the world, it's a little deeper. It's like, it's really who you are, right? And when you ask yourself these questions, it shows that you are, that's where you show up and you can be, you know, courageous in your authentic self because you know you, you've done the work. Another thing I wanna remind us is that it's definitely important to share our voice or our message, whatever that may be, because it really can help serve others and that we all have a purpose. And that purpose can help to, like I mentioned, inspire others, help yourself. It really can help you serve others. And as it relates to introversion, I do think introverts, we need more of us sharing our voices and connecting with people, whether it be like a, a public platform, work, a one-to-one -one conversations, it's important for us to connect. And the reason I say this, and I guess I'm biased because obviously I got love for introverts, is I think that introverts can be so empathetic. All right, before 
hear me out. I've realized that empathy is not a personality trait. It's not just something that introverts can have. I've realized no matter what part, where you fall on the scale of personality, we know that anyone can have empathy. That's not what I'm getting. At. But to be fair, y'all, there is a such thing as uh, an empathetic empathetic introvert or either a introverted empath. One way you say it, I may have said it backwards, but that does exist. So again, when it comes to connecting with others, I think like empathy and grace are like at the top of the list as a race to, as it relates to importance. For me, I want to be in communication with a person who I feel is empathetic to my story or my needs or shows me, you know, gives me grace about whatever. It makes me feel good. And I think it's important that we can relate, you know, help others feel that way. Communicating with empathy, obviously it helps others feel heard, understood, you know, you feel safer. I know I do when talking to someone who I feel displays empathy towards. Even if it's not just me to another group of people, I think that's important. I trust that person now. I want to be in conversation. I want to hear what they have to say. Because to me now, I think that you uh, see the world of other people through a lens of like fairness. It's less judgmental. So now I really want to hear what you have to say. So now I want us to get into a bigger expand list on how to find your voice as an introvert. First thing I think that might be most important is just to be authentic, like flat out. Just be yourself. Might be easier said than done, but really be yourself and own it. With introversion, we all know that it could be a struggle for a lot of us because we know that society the world whatever you want to call it it seems like they um you're more rewarded for being extroverted or someone who speaks more animated or or just speaking loudly is supposedly um the better of the two or like they're more worthy of being listened to compared to someone who's not but again be yourself don't fake what you think like a extroverted an excited extroverted person would sound like I feel like that would be tiring to you because why you want to fake being somebody else and tiring to the people around you. People can see that when you're not being yourself, whether you realize it or not. Uh, number two, I would say when trying to find your voice is you need to be really clear about your values. What do you stand for? Figure out what your values are, stand firm on them and communicate that to other people. Three, I would say take action. Take action. You found your voice, now use it. And um, with that being said, again, that may sound easier said than done, but it's normal to be afraid to find your voice and then use it. I'm not saying that it won't be scary, but do it afraid anyway. I would say make the environment right for you as another way to find your voice. So what I mean by that is, Let's say you are in a position where maybe you have to speak, whether it's work or whatever. Maybe you need to give a speech, whatever that it is. If you are able to, maybe you want to say, hey, I want to do this. I want to do this talk or speech or presentation in person rather than on Zoom or something. Right now, some people might be like, why would you want to do it in person? But here's what I have to say to that. And I'll defend this because I think I'm one of these people. For me, it has almost 
felt easier to do a presentation in front of a whole group rather than necessarily one-on-one. And maybe it's because like the stage or being in front of a room it almost feels like a protector, you know? Because one thing is if you have a presentation, you've already created a presentation and you've rehearsed it. So you know what you're going to say, the talking points you're going to hit on. And unlike a conversation, there's nobody that's going to interrupt you. You know what I mean? Like the audience is there to listen to you and what you have to say. So it's what you're passionate about or what your expertise is. So you have less worry about them interrupting. So that's what I mean by like finding an environment right for you. Another thing is sometimes if you ever hear about performers and it might be lights on the stage, sometimes the lights are so bright that it's like I'm up there, but I can't see the audience anyway. So if you could find a way to set that up or it's always that thing like you can find one person in the crowd that you connect with or you look at the top of people's heads, there's all those different little tricks we have heard of to get you through speaking to an audience. Now on the flip side, make your environment right for you might be in a zoom meeting you may um be like i don't need to be in front of people sometimes in person you might feel like i need to feel the energy of the crowd i want to see people's eyeballs i want to see people nodding in agreement or whatever showing that they're interested in listening other people might not need that you're like no i want to do zoom i don't care if i have to look at anybody's face i can get through what i need to say I feel like nobody's paying much attention anyway, or I can't see you and I'm fine with that. So that's what I mean by that. Another thing is I would say, find your voice with a companion or with a partner, meaning use another person to help you find your voice. And that could sound a little backwards because I know we're speaking about finding your own voice, but hear me out on this one. Finding your voice with a companion could be helpful. Let's say you are, I don't know, have you have a public platform or something, I don't know. Or maybe you want to get on Instagram live or TikTok. You can do a live for whatever reason. You might go on there with a partner. Maybe you want to interview someone. And with that interviewing someone else and asking them questions, you can get your point across and your opinion across as well. But you'll have the comfort of someone you're already comfortable with or a companion or something kind of feed off their energy. So it doesn't feel like you're just out there by yourself. So I think that's another way to help find your voice. You can piggyback off what that other person said. You can agree or disagree, but it'll be some of the things that they say in the conversation will help trigger you to be like, oh, okay, I have an opinion on this and I'll share it now. Another one, and I like this one a lot, so I'm excited to share this one, is to ask a question, right? So when I say ask a question to help find your voice is, you know how, and I know all of us introverts that have been in that situation, right? You are in a group setting, whether it's at work, you could go back to childhood, it's your family. You are in a group, it could be all extroverts or whatever, but everybody's just talking and just throwing out what their opinions are and what they have to say, right? Right. So now you're sitting there, everybody's talking over you. It feels like you can't even get your opinion in or nobody's paying you attention or you speak and someone starts to overtalk you, right? And so now you're sitting there probably thinking like, See, this is why I don't talk. You decide, like, I won't say anything. You always want to comment on how quiet I am. The time I start to talk, nobody listens to me anyway. But listen, don't do that, y'all. I got I got something for us. Instead of doing that, I would say, ask a question. To me, when you ask a question to group, one thing is if everybody's just talking and giving their opinions, I feel like no one else asks a question, so you'll kind of stand out. And they'll be like, oh, okay. And I think what it does is, 
as the introvert in the situation, it allows you to steer the conversation. Now you we can focus on what you're, you know, what you're talking about. It slows the conversation down. Plus, I feel like people like to give their opinions on things anyway, right? So if you ask a question, you're now the focus is back on you. So you kind of remind them like, hey, you know, I'm still here. You ask the question. They want to talk any darn way. So you ask them a question. They'll start speaking on it. And let's say, you know how we do. We already have an interest and we already probably rehearsed what we want to say anyway. You ask the question, they'll give your opinion. And then after people answer, you can then say, oh yeah, to add on to what you said. And then that's when you can give your opinion. Or you could, might be able to say, okay, I'm going to have to give you a pushback on that one. I think in that way, you can, um, you know, speak your piece. But it slows down the conversation and you are now in control of the conversation after you ask that question. Another thing that I suggest is, you know, this would be a situation if you were in the workplace. So see if you can um, kind of persuade or like influence the leader of the group. I've done this. I'll continue to do this. Um, what I mean by that is, let's say you, again, you're at work and you know you have a meeting or the expectation at your workplace is that you are actively involved in whatever and you need to speak. Before the meeting, go to that manager or who or coworker, whoever leads the meeting and ask if you could put something on the agenda, right? You can express interest in a certain subject and that way you'll fulfill the duties. You can speak, you can pick what you feel passionate about speaking to so you can give your opinion on that um you'll have that and then as it relates to finding your voice you know that that's what your passion interested about you can fill the needs of your job and then you can almost kind of be that go-to person to speak on that subject if that makes sense another thing i do and i don't i wasn't sure if i wanted to mention this one but i'll put it out there anyway take what you can from it another thing that i like is using um props or something to find your voice meaning i've worked with i work with children and have done so for years and to do that we often use a talking stick and i've done it also in my meetings with staff members or adults but with the talking stick it could be literally anything it can be i don't it can be a stick or some type of prop or something that whenever you are speaking whoever's holding this talking stick or thing can be the only one speaking so it's your job to speak as long as you have it if you are not holding the stick you cannot speak and it forces you to be quiet so to me what it does is especially if you're introverted and gives you the opportunity to speak if you feel like all right i'm struggling to get in there when you get the chance for the talking to get the talking stick you then speak right and it forces everyone around you to just sit and listen. Another thing I liked about it is even when I'm not speaking, when I have to listen, for me, a lot of like chatter or um, trying to have a conversation could be still chaotic or a little overwhelming for me. So I'm like, it, it drains my energy. So when everyone around me is quiet and listen, that makes me feel better too, because I'm like, okay, now I can really listen to what somebody else can say too. So talking stick, I feel like they could be used with kids at work, even family. Like, I don't know if y'all like me, but I do like to have family meetings and childhood. We had family meetings when we would get a chance to talk. You could also try to use it there. If you feel like you're struggling to find your voice um, with work, I mean, I'm sorry, at home or with friends, or you may notice you have a, maybe 
a child that's seemingly more introverted that could also help them. So you can connect with your kid too if you use that. So that's something else too. All right, so closing this out, I wanted to say that as it relates to finding your voice, I want you to remember that regardless of where you are, your voice is valuable. Oh, one last thing I um, wanna mention as it relates to finding your voice. I know that we're like, find your voice. And I think it's important for me to say, I don't think you'll find your voice and be like, boom, I found my voice, that's it. I do think that this is a thing that you'll repeat. I think you'll do these exercises or you'll come to these conclusions. I feel like it's like layers of finding your voice if that makes sense. So I think as we grow, we mature, we find out things about ourselves, I think that it'll maybe change. Maybe, I won't even say change. I don't think it'll change our voice. I think what it does is uncover, if that makes sense. You'll be realistic and honest about things that you're passionate about. You ask yourself those questions and you'll uncover things that were already there. So I wanted to put that out there. I don't think that we'll just find it and that's the end of it. I think that it'll be something that gets repeated and we'll keep doing for as many times as we need. All right, that's it. I said my piece. That is the end of this episode. I want to thank you for listening, tuning in this week. As always, if you feel any of what I said to be helpful or relatable at any point, I just ask that you consider sharing with a family member or a friend. Also, I am so grateful that... I got another suggestion for a podcast topic. And if you have a topic that you want to suggest, I'll leave the link in the uh, description box. You can also find it on my website, uh, www.blackintrovertmom.com. There's a place where you can just leave something there real quick and I will consider it. And most likely I'll do it because I figure if you're asking for it, you can't be the only one. So I have no problem with recording some content as it relates to what you suggest. All right, y'all. Talk to y'all next week. Bye.